Hello, welcome to Campus Ministry Connection. I'm Tom Pryor alongside my co-host Jade Christian. Campus ministers, whenever we reflect on our ministry or we try to examine the mission of our ministry, which direction is it going, we'll often talk with fellow staff members and perhaps a couple students who may be on an exec board, those trusted students that we're constantly in communication with. But that can often be a limited scope because there are so many other students who are a part of your ministry and they're a disciple leading disciples in ways maybe you don't see. Maybe they're not on that exec board. And it's important to learn about their stories because it can help you give a get a better picture of what your campus ministry looks like as you try to, of course, disciple other people. And that's the focus we want to take today as we welcome in our guest, Noel McGeeged. He is from Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri. And Noah, you're a second year student. You're mm -hmm. not part of the Catholic Student Center's executive board, yet you're still an important part of the ministry because you're involved in core communities. Uh, tell us a little bit about that program and why being part of that helps you to guide this ministry. Yeah, so core communities is essentially uh, the Catholic Student Center's like Bible study. Uh, one of the really cool things about it is that it's it's peer-led. So all the people in the group uh, are, are students who are kind of looking for a deeper dive into scripture. Um, so this year I took on the role of a core community leader and I had been in core communities for um, some semesters prior and I, I thought it would be interesting to kind of step up to the plate a little bit. Um, so one of the really cool things about core communities, like I said before, is that we're all students together. So um, the, the title has leader in it, but it's really more just like a conversation. Um, I'm obviously like no expert on scripture or anything like that, but I'm kind of just there to um, stimulate conversation um, and get people talking and just offer them the chance to kind of um, elaborate on their thoughts and ideas. Uh, so usually every week we begin, um, we come together, we kind of talk about like highs and lows and moments closest to God for the week. And that's kind of a good way to get centered um, and just kind of keep in touch with each, keep in touch with each other, but also um, just kind of get in a more uh, focused uh, mood. And then after that, we'll, we'll read through the gospel for the day um, and kind of reflect on any like words or phrases that kind of just stick out to you. Um, and that doesn't need to be like a reason why, but again, it's kind of a good way to kind of just get in that focused mindset. And then after that, we'll read through it one more time. Um, and then usually all of some um, like guided questions and we'll just go from there and we see what we can dig up. Um, it's funny because we usually end up with more questions than answers by the end, but it's a really um, fun process. Uh, awesome. Yeah, and it's interesting to kind of see what other people grab onto just because like everyone focuses on something different and it feels like by the end, we kind of have like a more complete picture of like the gospel reading. So, yeah. That's really cool, Noah, that the, those small groups or, or Bible studies, for example, and they're led by students. And I think that's what's most important. You said, um, too, at the beginning that it's, it's really a student type of uh, ministry and it's students leading students and getting connected with other students is so important. And for you to be able to do that, um, from coming from a campus minister's perspective, I love that because I'm constantly worried about how do I attract as many students as possible to this ministry? But when I know that I can trust someone like you or, or, or other leaders who can go out and help to shepherd kind of some of the sheep on campus, um, that's just a great way to grow a ministry. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's really cool too, because the, so 
the group of people that I've been with, um, kind of the core members have been there for about a year now. So we're, we're pretty close and comfortable with each other, but we've also had people like kind of come in and come out and we've also had, um, guests come in occasionally people who are just kind of interested and, and maybe, um, kind of want to see what it's like. And, and the cool part is it, it doesn't have to be me who says, oh, like we can invite this person. Like anybody in the group can just kind of invite someone in and it's, it, it's, it's no problem. So it's a really cool way, not only to get to know people that are in the group, but also um, offer a chance for other people who are kind of interested in joining to, to get a little sneak peek and see if they uh, want to join. Yeah. Yeah. Noah, I love that part about um, you kind of trying to do as much outreach as possible, right? You're trying new things. Uh, you mentioned it, you know, I'm not a part of this exec board and stuff, but I'm, I'm still trying to ways to, to reach other students, to do something different. And you're certainly doing that in terms of music ministry. Now, to all of you listening, Noah pretty much does everything in terms of, of musical talent. I know you say it, you play a variety of instruments, you're involved in many different ways with music ministry. And that's really a passion of yours is trying to be able to to canter, to, to lead a music ministry that is led by students. Talk about your involvement there and why students leading music ministry can be beneficial. Yeah, um, so kind of just to give some background, um, kind of my music life, uh, it's kind of started in the church because I, I, I started singing in like the cherubs choirs and the little kids choirs when I was young. Um, and music has just been a really huge part of my life, both inside and um, outside of the church setting. Um, and so I think speaking about just music ministry itself, I think it's a really important part when it comes to the mass. Um, there's definitely a, a balance that there has to be when we're thinking about music because we don't want the focus of the mass to be on the music. But I, I do truly believe that the music can really enhance the mass and bring people closer to um, what the message is uh, and what we're really trying to focus uh, focus on on like a, a given Sunday. So I really think that music ministry is important um, in that sense. And then to like take that even further, getting students involved in, mu in music ministry is just really powerful because um, I know one of the big goals of the Catholic Student Center is to really make it a place like for the students on campus. Like, uh, of course, there are families around the area and and parents and, and um, people who uh, attend from all scopes, um, but it's really about the students. And so as, as a student who is, who is singing, um, it kind of shows us like we can kind of take control of our, our faith life and we can be a part of the mass and we can be active participants of the mass as opposed to just sitting back um, and kind of watching other people do it. And I think that's just really important because um, I know for me, sometimes like during mass, during, during a homily, I, I might like lose focus. I think everyone's had an experience at some time or another, but really like being up there and contributing to the mass really helps me focus in. Um, and I, I also think it helps empower other students to see students participating and like leading the mass because it, it shows them that we can do this too. And um, one of the big things I've like worked on for the past two years is uh, recruiting a lot of my friends and just people who sing to like come up and and, and sing and it's scary it, it can be really scary getting up there in front of everyone and, and singing during the mass but um my mom likes to say that like we've been blessed with a talent given by god so the best way to use it is to um give, give it back in the church so um yeah just i think giving the chance for students to kind of 
take control of their faith life and, and give back to the church is, is really important. Yeah, I think it is really important. I think especially when a campus ministry has its own music ministry, that it's like it's very important to allow students to see that, hey, this this is for you to participate in as well, um, because through us young people sharing our gifts of music, um, of song, we can see, you know, the future of the church really does lie with us. And so like this effort of bringing our gifts to the church and serving others through whether it is music ministry or even if it's other parts of mass, like lecturing, um, ushering, totally, yeah. being a greeter at the door, like putting yourself out there really helps us realize, okay, we are going to, we are the, the next generation of this church to carry the gospel, to share, it's, et cetera. So good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then kind of building on top of that, I think, especially for new students who come in um, to see other students kind of leading the mass, it's just like a, a much more like welcoming feeling to know that like, like, like this is like where you can like be like, um, like safe and this is where you can be happy and this is where you can like dive deeper into your faith and I think seeing students up there really um, really uh, shows that uh, hospitality yeah and it really encourages them to come to mass you know because you know and it's a very special place to have a student mass where you guys are not only going together but also serving and yeah all together that's amazing yeah definitely yeah Noah, you said that you're, you've been recruiting friends to sing too. And to get students to participate in some of the various ministries Jade just described, sometimes it can be daunting. Sometimes I'm like, uh, we need more lectors. We need more lectors. And you're almost beating a dead horse because you need more volunteers. How do you go about as a recruiter? Um, you said sometimes it can be scary. Do you have any tips for us about what do I do to help get students excited about participating in our ministry? Yeah, so um, I... I, it, it's kind of funny, I, I wouldn't call myself a very, like, aggressive person, but um, I, I have a very forward approach when it comes to recruiting people to sing, just because as soon as I know someone's a singer, I, I kind of just, like, go up to them, and I'm like, hey, I heard you sing, like, we would love to use you, uh, not, not use you, but we'd love to have you in the choir, we'd love to uh, ha have you sing with us, and I think a lot of it is just, um, it's being welcoming, um, and, and direct and there's like a balance there because obviously i don't want to like bug people and, and annoy them like it, it, if they have their way of participating in the mass then that's perfectly fine um but also um i think just like op like some people just need someone to open up the door for them and they can walk through on their own and i think that's what i do i i don't really drag them in i i just let them know that like this is this is like an opportunity and um you can like part participate in the mass this way and i think just Showing them that the option is there is is kind of the 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 biggest step for me to uh, getting people to also sing in the choir. So yeah, yeah. Another thing that I see that um, might actually help, you know, your music ministry. Well, given that it's COVID, that's another story. But the fact that you guys have the these peer-led small groups, these core communities, the relationships that you're building with your friends in this ministry. <laughs> Other um, way for students to be encouraged to take part in mass. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, if I have a relationship with this person that's I can sing, <laughs> then I'll be more comfortable to share my gifts. Because yeah, it is a little it's a little daunting when someone figures out that you're your talent. They recruit you for for the student mass. 
Um, yeah. But if you have that relationship and that foundation already there, you know, Yeah, um, and, and I'm super lucky this year in particular. Um, so two of my best friends from high school, um, they're a year below me, but they also came to Wash U and they also like sang in choir with me and sang um, in the church choir uh, back at our school. So like I like roped them in right away and it's been a, a really cool process because like obviously they're already my really good friends, but then they get to know all the freshmen and kind of through them, I can like connect with the rest of freshmen and get to know them too. and then. Um, from there, I can see if anybody else um, wants to join. So it's been a, a really like fun, fun process getting to know the freshmen um, just because like COVID was kind of, yeah. I, I didn't know how much that would affect like getting to know um, newcomers and everything. So yeah, it's been a, I've been very fortunate that I have uh, my friends to like support me. Yeah. That's a, a charge I think to all campus ministers listening at least is to find out what your students are interested in find out if they if they sing back at home I, I just recently met with a student who who has not been signed up as a lector at our ministry and when I met with her for coffee she said oh I, I lecture back in my home parish and I thought what we need you lecturing here so just have conversations with students um, especially some of those freshmen learn about their interests learn about their skill set and encourage them I love how you put, put it Noah um, from your mother's words of God has given you this great gift and to be able to give it back and serving in the capacity of mass is one of the best ways we can share our gifts with others because then it entices other people to come forward, younger students to say, you know what, I, I see Noah doing it. I can do it too. Another point Noah, that you're involved in with your ministry that uh, talk about scary or daunting, you're part of LXG, which is uh, kind of a, a, a group, a confidentiality group for men. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to explain, obviously, some of the discussions you have in this group, but why do you find that uh, a confidentiality group with men, a League of Extraordinary Men, why is that beneficial to your faith life? Um, so I think everyone would agree that college is a pretty daunting task. Um, you are kind of taken from whatever bubble you're in and you're put in this other bubble with people who came from their bubbles. And now it's this huge kind of like mixture and storm of like ideas and new experiences and new people. Um, and it's, it's amazing. Um, and it's, it's, it's wonderful, but it's also a lot to kind of take in at once. And so I think one of the amazing things about LXG is it kind of gives all the guys in the group a kind of chance to like root ourselves and also um kind of focus where we're at um kind of gauge how we're doing um in relation uh that's not quite what, what i want to say um it kind of offers a chance for us to align what our values are and what we're working on amidst kind of all the chaos that i was talking before um and i don't say chaos in a bad way because i think like ordering chaos, like chaos allows you the chance to try new things and grow as a person. Um, and, and I think LXG really allows us the chance to, to kind of take those things and then refine them to be like the people that we want to be and to see where we want to go and also like how we're doing. So in our meetings, we'll talk about like faith life, we'll talk about um, goals, we'll talk about experiences and to be in a group of guys who are also going through like the same struggles, but also like going through um, similar experiences kind of helps 
kind of helps you deal with all of it because it can be tough sometimes. Um, it can be tough kind of finding out who you are um, when, when all this is going on, but having having people there and hearing their stories and hearing their experiences, it's, it's just like a really powerful thing. Um, and, and also because it is uh, a confidentiality group, like we can really dive deep and build um, trust and bonds that we wouldn't be able to build otherwise. Um, so it's just been a really powerful experience for me. Um, I think what, what, one of my favorite things that we've done so far is just like getting to know everyone. And basically we set aside like an entire meeting just for one person to talk about like who they are, where they came from, what their experiences have been, what their struggles have been, like what their successes have been too. And it's cool that we can share in like those successes and be happy for each other and also see like how did we come to where we are now and then like where do we want to go so sorry that was a lot but that's kind of yeah that's kind of the amazing thing about the group yeah confidentiality does build that trust Noah like you said and it's really important because it makes people kind of put down their walls and get out of their comfort zone a little bit. And that's what the faith life is. I mean, talk about the sacrament of reconciliation. I mean, for every Catholic, you dread going to reconciliation because you're so nervous and you want to make sure you remember everything. And I think that's what confidentiality does is allows ourselves to be honest with ourselves and be honest with each other. And we do that, especially we did that uh, during Lent and some of the other liturgical seasons of our years to reflect on how am I being a disciple, how am I living according to God's intention for my life? And mm -hmm. to be able to talk about that in a space where other people can share how they're feeling too is so beneficial, uh, especially like you mentioned in college when there are so many temptations, so many distractions, uh, yeah. you need to be able to talk about that. Yeah, and I, I really like what you said about um, like be, being able to be honest with yourself, just like when you're with this group of people who, who, who trust you with that, it, it kind of also puts it on you to like trust them too. And in order to do that, you have to be honest with yourself about where you're at and what you're going through. And that can be a big step when you're trying to um, change, like change your life or, or improve your life to walk on um, the path that God's laying, like laying out for you. So yeah, that really, that really re resonated with me. Ooh, words. Yeah, and I think I think this this group, this men's group that you're a part of, and that you've been a part of, um, like helps you with that path that, that that God is taking you to. But it's clearly putting you to journey with you, mm -hmm. um, in your own such in your own life, and then your and your and your and your peers' life. You guys are all journeying together, and I think that's like a beautiful friendship right there. Yeah, 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 and and it's cool looking back now because I think. I want to say we started the group roughly a year ago, kind of when COVID was starting. And just to like look back then and see how we were kind of just like budding in our relationships and to see where we are now, just like grabbing lunch together or like there are a few of the guys we'll play badminton with or just like talk to you like outside the meetings now. It's just really cool to see like that progression of, of friendship over the year. So yeah. yeah, it's beautiful what can happen when crisis of our friendships just our and, and just our day-to-day -day relationships yeah have to be um you know just a bible study every single no it could be us just living life together 
and you look back and you think about how did we get here? You know, mm-hmm. such a great adventure, such a great journey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Noah, too, the this idea of this men's confidentiality group is, I think, what's special about it is that it's a group of students meeting with each other. Um, I meet a lot of times with students one-on-one. We talk about faith, we talk about life, and I always say from the beginning, this is totally confidential. Uh, you can ask me any question about faith, or we can talk about anything you're struggling with, and I'm not going to talk about it to other students, right? I, I'm totally here for you, but there's a difference between a college student with their campus minister who they perceive as someone who should be following the rule of the law, they should be kind of this this guide on campus. It's difficult to really open up at times, maybe to someone you see as maybe an authority figure. Why is it so impactful, do you think, um, to have this group that's all of college students? You're, you're, You're talking about things with people your same age, not a campus minister. Yeah. I feel like this almost goes kind of back to what we were talking about with music ministry before is like when we see that like our peers are here and they're they're moving through the same things together it really it gives you confidence um it gives you um strength um and like i think that especially with the csc when we're trying to build these connections with fellow students like it really builds community and I think that's that that's the important part, and that definitely a huge part. So it's like, especially during these like COVID times, having um, these the, these fellow students um, knowing that they're also part of this community, it's 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 really been a rock for me, especially this last year. Um, just like knowing I have them to fall back onto, um, and. Uh, not that like w- w- with campus ministers, it's hard to connect, but it's it's definitely, it, it's th- there's something that puts you at ease when you're connecting with other students, just because it doesn't feel like there's like a pressure. It doesn't feel like there's any expectations. It's just, um, it's just like friends, just friends kind of coming together. And I think that's really the powerful thing about it. Yeah. Friends coming together. I, I really like yeah. that. I, I I think too, you know, I'm a, I'm a very young campus minister in my own right, but uh, I'm just at a different stage in my life than you are as a college student. Every campus minister would say that. So it is important to all of you campus ministers, encourage your students to have those conversations with each other. And whoever's you're, you're kind of charging for having these conversations, you don't have to have answers to everything. If there are questions about faith that the student doesn't know, that's okay. And they can come to you for that. But encourage your students to be willing to share about their faith life, uh, their struggles, their joys with other college students, because it certainly can make a, a positive impact. Finally, Noah, I want to transition a bit to another group on campus that you're a part of. You're actually a part of the eSports team at Wash U. Now, the reason I bring that up is because there are organizations such as Catholic Athletes for Christ, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, these these Christian organizations that try to relate athletics with faith because the two go hand in hand often. Uh, I've never really had a conversation about faith and esports. <laughs> you find in esports that's relatable to faith or vice versa. Well, I think um, for, for, from my experience that um, esports really aren't that different from sports. Um, obviously, the medium with which you're interacting with people is different. Uh, you, you're not doing things physical, you're doing things over a screen, but there are still those really strong themes of like 
teamwork and like solidarity and like focus. And um, I think those things come into play for both physical sports and esports. Um, and I think uh, like esports for me, like the, the, the reason I did it this year was because um, I wasn't able to do necessarily all the same things as last year. Like uh, I'm in acapella, we weren't really like allowed to sing. Um, and also with choirs will thrown off and a lot of like the events and stuff that would just be happening normally during the week, like they weren't happening. Um, so this offered me a chance to kind of connect with people in a different way. Um, and so video games has always been a big part of my life. I've, I've always been a, a pretty big gamer. Um, and it was, it was kind of interesting to see with COVID the way that people have been connecting online. Um, just because that's something that I feel has been a big part of my life for a while. I, I, I think specifically making the transition from middle school to high school. Um, I went to a public middle school and uh, I decided to go to a private uh, Benedictine um, high school. And so a lot of my friends from middle school ended up uh, obviously still continuing on like the uh, public school track. And so it's definitely harder to connect with people, especially when you're that young in high school. It's not like I have a car or anything, so I can't see them as often. I don't, I'm not seeing them in school. Um, but a few of my best friends, we've just like been gaming for like all, all through high school and all through college. And it really has like kept us connected. Like I like I would without hesitation call like these people some some like my best friends. And I think that esports. Um, has been kind of a continuation of that. It's a chance to connect with people even when we can't necessarily do so in person. Um, so yeah, it's been a really fun process. And it's also been cool because I've I've never, I, I've done like competitive sports before, but I've never done competitive esports. So it, it, it's been, yeah, it's been it, it's been cool like kind of learning about that side of things and, and, and having someone that like actually call a team, you know? So yeah, yeah. Esports. No, if I ever need advice, then on on a, a PS5 or something, I'll, I'll come to you or, or gaming systems. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll make. If you have any questions, I I would love to have. I would love to answer them because I could talk for for days about video games. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exciting, Noah. Uh, I just love that you took the time out of out of your day to talk with us. And yes, for all of you campus ministers listening, I mean, we just talked to Noah for twenty to twenty five minutes about all the ways he's leading others to a relationship with our Lord. He is being in, having an impact on a ministry, yet you won't find him on the list of exec board members, right? So go out to your campuses, go to the students in your ministry and find what do they do? What do they partake in? Just because they're not kind of the select few that come to the top of your mind when you, when you think about in your ministry, find them and see mm -hmm. what can they do? What can they give to our ministry? Because there are so many out there. Noah, you give me hope yeah. on my campus to know that there may be some students out there that, that I'm not meeting with regularly to talk about events, but they're out there leading others into a relationship with Jesus. And that, of course, is, is most important for our ministry. So thank you uh, for Thanks being so here. Are there any last words you'd like to share? Um, I just want to say thank you so much, Tom and Jade, for having me today. It's been a pleasure. And, and I, I really hope that um, some of the things that we talked about today are able to uh, reach people and, and have an impact on other campuses around the, uh, well, for wh whoever's listening. So whoever's listening around the world. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Noah. Well, 
thank you again, Noah. Um, thank you, Jade, uh, my co-host, for being here as always. Uh, I'm Tom with Milliken's Newman Community, and thank you all for listening to Campus Ministry Connection, the CCMA podcast. <laughs>